recorded live in Jacksonville, Florida. This is Trivial Warfare. More than just a pub quiz, Trivial Warfare is your gateway to a worldwide trivia community. Join your hosts, Jonathan. Take these broken wings, it's Mr. Mister. Broken wings. Son of a beasting. Chris. I thought it was about a tree falling. I thought I was talking about a person going down. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Carmella. My vodka is telling me that no, they didn't. And the answer is yes, they were in 1854. You lied to me. Ben. Jonathan was literally, he was literally about to break things. He wasn't kidding. He was about to get it from his desk and destroy something valuable. (laughs) And the rest of the Trivial Warfare Army for another week of fun and games. Now here's your host, Jonathan Oaks. All right, this is a bonus episode of Trivial Warfare. We are the podcast that takes the pub quiz out of the pub and brings it home to you. So here's what's up. The other day, uh, so uh, both Carmela and I play a uh, online quiz game called Learned League, which uh, is a lot of fun. We do recommend it. I'm currently dead last in my rundle. Oh, what you you a B or I'm in, a? I'm in C right now. C. Uh, I had. My the first three days lost all three games. <laughs> I'm, I'm so one I'm and dead two. last. I'm one and two. Dead last. Uh, so, <laughs> but um, they do everyone. They, we have seasons of trivia, which is a lot of fun. But we also have um, one days. One days. And I was on the site the other day, and I saw one day that was literally coming to America. And I was like, Oh my god! Yeah, all the one days have a theme, so it's like going to a theme night at uh, your local bar. So I literally said to myself, I need Ben. I, not because, like, you can't have other people's help when you play. So I wasn't thinking that. I was like, I want Ben to have a chance to play this game. And um, I called him and I said, hey, Ben, uh, if you want to do this, then I'd be happy to read the questions to you and you could play it. And um, he never called me back. <laughs> I fell asleep. He, yeah, he fell asleep. Like, the excuse. But then he I needed his beauty sleep. Right. Yep. And then you remembered what? And then I remember. I remember this. today when we came. I was like, "Hey, as I'm leaving, hey, didn't you want me to take a <laughs> yeah. quiz or something?" <laughs> ben and I were literally about to walk out of the door after a whole day of recording. Yeah, I had my car started and everything. I was like, "Wait, <laughs> were we supposed to do something else today?" This uh, this one day was written by our friend Stacy McPeak, and hey, when Stacey. I thank you, Stacy. When I said, "Hey, I really wanted Ben to be able to do this," she's like, "I wanted Ben to be able to do this too." Nice. And okay. so uh, I asked her to send me the questions, and she did. And thank you, Stacy. So we're going to have a little game where Carmela and Ben are going to work together All right. and uh, see how well they can do on the Coming to America quiz. Okay. Here we go. When was the last time you were Coming to America, Ben? Uh, it's been a few years. Yeah, it's probably been about 15 years since I've seen this movie. It's been more recent than that to me, but it's yeah. been a while. But, but we're going we're gonna to do this. We're going to do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Here we go. Question number one. Coming to America was not the only time James Earl Jones and Madge Sinclair played African royalty. In which 1994 film did they team up to play another royal couple? Oh, it's got to be The Lion right? King. Yep. Correct answer is The Lion King. Good job. Sarabi! Co- <laughs> question two. The song... Oh, there is audible clues, by the way. 
Uh, I'll play them on my phone. They may not come through on the on the <laughs> bonus episode. Sorry, y'all. All right. I'll hold it up to the mic, and maybe that'll help. Uh, this song plays as Akeem and Simi enter the club in search of a queen. While this may not be his biggest hit, nor the medium he is best known for, name the artist who performed it. So I'm going to play the song. I'm, Do you I'm have a guess before? I'm guessing Moore's Day just off the top of my just head. Just off the top. All right. You're going to hear the song. Here we go. You still think of Morris Day? No, no, not I, at all. I'm like, I didn't think that either. Oh, hmm. Nor the medium he is best known for. So not necessarily music? Mm. Or are they talking about genre? It, they may be talking about music. I mean, it could be Eddie Murphy. He did do some music. He did Party All the Time, which came out around yeah, that time. And, uh, and Boogie in Your Butt. He yep. did that one. Yep. Put Your Mouth on Me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I honestly would not shock me if they used an Eddie Murphy song. I will go with Eddie Murphy here. Yeah. Is that your answer? Yep. Yep. Correct answer is Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, the medium part was a bit clue. Question three. Mr. McDowell outlines the various differences between McDonald's and McDowell's, mm-hmm. such as the Golden Arches versus the Golden Arcs. Yep. Other than the name... What is the difference between the two sandwiches that is present on McDonald's Big Mac, but absent from McDowell's Big Mick? Big Mick does not have sesame seeds on their buns. That's pretty specific. (laughs) And I'm going to agree. (laughs) The Big Mick does not have seeds on its bun. (laughs) Good job. All right. Number four. So far, you guys are perfect. Oh, thank you. Many of the most memorable scenes take place in the My T Sharp Barber Shop mm-hmm. or Mighty Sharp Barber Shop. Uh, all of the characters in those scenes are played by Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, Clint Smith, and what then future Academy Award winner? Oh gosh. Well, Cuba Gooding Jr. was a bit part in that. He did he, win, the Academy, did Award. win the Academy Award. He was in the shop, so I'm going to say Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. The only actor who was in the shop that was not one of those three was Cuba Gooding Jr. Well done. Yep, he was a customer. Cricketer Ryan Sidebottom, UFC fighter John Jones, and Olympic weightlifter and wrestler Mark Henry all adopted what nickname or stage name at one point in their career? The suggestive name may be a nod to the film and, in particular, the group being announced here. And, um... Why are you in the clapping mood? I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band. Sexual chocolate. Correct answer is sexual chocolate. Good job. Yeah, John Jones threw me off, but Mark Mark Henry, Henry, I was like, "Mm, yeah. You knew that was going to be sexual sexual chocolate. Come on. Sexual chocolate. They show they good. They good. Good and terrible. That boy's good. Uh, All right, number six. When Akeem goes to the barbershop to get the soul glow look, Saul refers to Akeem as which literary character? What do you say? Oh, what was he? Saul. That must have been the main barbershop person. Oh, oh, oh. I got more, more information. Okay. 
one cast member played oh, the Kunta adult Kinta. version of this character in the 1977 miniseries. Yeah. Um, Kunta Kinte. John Amos played adult Kunta Kinte. So yeah. it's Kunta Kinte. Yeah. It is Kunta Kinte. Good job. It took me, I could have got out the clue, it just took me a minute to figure yeah. out. <laughs> I was like, oh, 1977, that's Roots. Uh, okay. In an attempt to get closer to Mr. McDowell, Akeem talks about the football game that took place the previous night. Mm-hmm. Which two teams were playing in the game, which Ooh. culminated in the kicking of the oblong ball made of pigskin through a big H. Oh. <laughs> that is actually Green a, Bay. A, all right, so if it's Packers, is it, it was it, were they playing the Bears? I'm going back to a learned league question. It's possible they're playing the Bears. <laughs> It was the was it the Giants? It was the Packers for sure, because I remember him saying. Did he say Green Bay? The Packers of Green Bay was it Green Bay that he said? I'm I want to say Giants and Packers. Okay, was I'm I'm cool with that. I want to say the New York Giants and the Green Bay Packers. I can see him like trying to describe a giant. Uh, you know. Yeah. So yeah, we'll go with that. Green Bay and New York. Correct answer is the Green Bay Packers. And the New York Giants. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, that's a deep cut. That is a deep cut. Yeah. You are seven for seven. Whew. I'm sort of helping. <laughs> that was a very difficult question. <laughs> Ralph Bellamy and Donna Michi are back mm-hmm. when they briefly reprise their respective roles of Randolph and Mortimer Duke from which other John Landis movie? Mm-hmm. Trading Places. Yeah. Locked in? Trading Places. Trading Places. We well done. Because he hands, he hand, they're bums, and he hands mm-hmm. them the money in the in the bag. Oh, it was just a pocket change. Mm-hmm. And it was also Eddie Murphy in Trading Places. That's so right. It, it was great. Yep. Uh, okay, we go. Number nine. He who would learn to fly one day must first learn to stand and walk. One cannot fly into flying. That quip is not Akeem's, but that of which 19th century philosopher? Nietzsche. You sound confident. I think it's Nietzsche. What was the century? 19th century. Okay, so 1800s, that's, I think that's the right time for Nietzsche. Yeah, he was Enlightenment, right? He wasn't, he wasn't um, part of He's a nihilist. <laughs> no, I'm saying the era. Gen X. The era. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure, oh, that, that is not me. That is Nietzsche. I'm pretty sure he's a yeah. Nietzsche. Yeah. Okay, that works. Correct answer is Frederick Nietzsche. Frederick mm. Nietzsche. Holy crap, Ben, you're two away from a perfect, nope, three away from a perfect game. These are, these are, these are tough. Well, I mean, man. a team of you together. It's, Carmella, it's, it's, you're, it's you're helping. Ben. You are helping. Am I? Yes. You are helping. <laughs> you're helping him to bounce things off of. Um, Number 10. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Stop right there. Listen. In the joke that Saul tells that breaks up the closing credits, the source of the punchline is that what item is missing? Are oh, you talking about the soup? Where's the spoon? Aha! So, oh, just taste the soup. Just taste the soup. Okay, where's the spoon? Aha! 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 Yeah, where's the spoon? It is a spoon. We are we are witnessing greatness right now. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the movie so many times. It's one of my favorites. Uh, all right, number eleven. Although filming took place primarily in New York City and a soundstage in Los Angeles, filmmakers thanked another film commission in the credits. Which adjective is redacted from this picture? This is going to be difficult. The blank film commission. 
I imagine all of the Africa scenes are probably from that L.A. soundstage. There weren't a whole lot of outdoor. There was one outdoor scene in Africa where he's walking with the elephants and stuff. So it's called the Africa Film Commission? I mean, are we looking for something specific? I don't think the country they came from was real, right? It was a fictional country, but it was... I felt like that country would have been in like the Zimbabwe, Namibia area based on the amount of wildlife that they had. Mm -hmm. So that would have been near the Serengeti, which is like where like Kenya and Namibia and where all that is. I don't know. This this is the one that's going to take us down. This is going to stump us because I don't I don't know. (sighs) There was a real elephant that was on was on the set. So I'm guessing that they would be somewhere where there would be an elephant. Well, elephants are from two places, Asia and Africa. Right. Uh, and the one that everyone associates with the term elephant is from Africa. <laughs> right. So I'm like, are, Afri- are elephants in the Serengeti? Is that, is, should we say Zimbabwe? Should we say... Do you think maybe that there's just, again, an Africa Film Commission? <laughs> uh, I would, let's go with African Film Commission. I don't, I don't know. Is that your answer? Sure. Yep. What country are they from? Zamunda. Is the Zamunda Film Commission? The Zamundan Film Commission. <laughs> That's, but it's not a real it's place. It's coming to America. It's a joke. That is that is oh, something okay. Eddie Murphy would do. Okay. Oh, lame. We, we, we went That's, logical. That is not lame. That's, that is a good question. We went That's logical. Neck, That's a little neck bait, though. That's like That's, That's like asking what kind of animal bit my sister in the Monty Python credits. Uh, okay. Uh, last question. You don't have a sister. <laughs> <laughs> a film sequel. Uh, se- oh. A sequel to the film is scheduled to be released in December 2020, as of October 29th, 2019. Um, what is the proposed title? Please note the exact spelling is required for this answer. It's coming. The number two America. Correct answer is coming. Number two America. Good job. You got. 11 out of 12. 11 out of 12. Which ones would you have moneyed? Meaning you're wagering that you got it right for sure while the most other people didn't get it right. Probably the Eddie Murphy one for the song. Maybe. Um, we weren't 100% sure on that, though. Yeah. But, you know, but Sesame if we were... Sesame Buns Not Having Seeds. The Buns Not Having Seeds was a big one. Um, You think the Packers game? Yeah, but we weren't sh- we weren't one hundred percent sure on that one either. That's not the point. It's what do you? Oh, so the money what, is what not, would you, what would you have bet on that you thought other people didn't get right, even though you had right. a fair. He might if he wouldn't have bet on it because he wasn't sure. Yeah, if you but you're not one hundred percent doesn't mean you still wouldn't bet on well, it. Well, I don't know what that's the, rules the question are. is: whether yeah. or not you would have bet at the time before you knew it was right. Yeah, would go you have bet the questions on these again? questions? Sure. Uh, you. I'll just go through the answers. How about that? Cuba Gooding Jr. probably would have won. I would have bet on. You had Lion King, Eddie Murphy, Sesame Seeds, Cuba Gooding Jr., Sexual Chocolate, Kunta Kinte, Giants and Packers, Trading Places, Nietzsche, Spoon, Zamundin, and Coming Zamundin. to America. Yeah. Nietzsche. Nietzsche. I would have yeah. bet on Nietzsche because I knew that one 95%. I was sure. Yeah. But that's a deep I bet. probably would have bet on the Eddie Murphy one. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably would have bet on the sesame seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, I might have actually even bet on the Kunta Kente one. Um, depending on you know how many people know what roots. If is. someone has watched it a lot, 
because they referenced that more than once in the movie. Yeah. Because when he came back into the shop to say, oh, look, it's Kunta Kinte. <laughs> <laughs> so, and but- they referenced it three times, actually. Because originally came in the shop, they say, you look like Kunta Kinte. And then when his dad came in looking for him, so like, who was Akeem? You know, Kunta Kinte. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a good quiz, though. That's the Moon and Phil Commission was kind of neck bait. But. No, I want to know. I want you to tell me which ones. I want to know what your score would have been. How many did we pick? Uh, how, how, many, how many can you money pick on? Pick five. five. Oh, five. Yeah, you could pick five of them. Okay. Which ones did I pick? Um... Kubi Gooding Jr. Yep. You picked. Nietzsche. Nietzsche you picked. I think we were going to pick Sesame Seeds. Sure. Okay. Um, so we could pick two more. I would have personally picked the Eddie Murphy one. All right. Go with that one. Um, and then what do you want number five to be? Uh, probably the football one. Giants and Green Giants Bay. Giants and Green Bay. That was really difficult. So you did Eddie Murphy, Sesame Seeds. Did you do Kubi Gooding Jr.? Yeah. Yes. Did you do what were the other ones you did? The football game? Football game. Mm-hmm. And we did um, Nietzsche. Um, okay, so the points that you get for moneying are dependent on how other players do. Every game, every question is worth 15 points unless you money it. And you get it, if you get it right, it's 15, right? So you okay. would have got 15. You would have got 72. You would have got 50. Uh, 50, 64. Then you would have got 15, you'd have got 15, you'd have got 98 for the football game. Holy crap. 15, um, you'd have got 80 for Nietzsche. Mm-hmm. You'd have got 15. So the last three, other than a football game, Nietzsche was 80. The one after that was as a Zamunda. Zamunda? Uh, no, Spoon. Spoon oh. was worth 70 as, as, a, as a thing. Zamunda wow. would have been worth 86. And coming to America was worth 80. Uh, so that would have been beneficial for you. You would have finished with 454. Mm-hmm. And you would have been tied for 25th, 26th place. Okay. Behind Ryan Clefcorn Myers, who knows coming to America better than you do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's fair. <laughs> Actually, no. You guys, most people at that point missed one or more. At but that point, it's the picking money, the right monies. It's picking the right monies. We right. picked a fifty percent money, which hurt us. That killed you, mm-hmm. yeah, right there. If you'd have switched that for eighty, you would have been three points more. Yeah, you would have been in the top ten. Mm. Yeah, yep. that was it. That that's how one days go. Got it's, it. One, you got to get all the, you got to get the questions right, and then right. two, it's trying to figure out, oh, what did everybody else get wrong? You would have right. been in the top ten. That's really great. Yeah, even being where you are is really great. There I are some think bonus spoon would have been missed that much. There are some very end of the bonus movie. questions if you want them. Sure. These were cutting room floor questions. These are trivial warfare specials that did not get released to the Learn to League crowd. Yeah. All right, how about that? Exclusive. Uh as a way to console Akeem after Lisa rejects him, Simi tells Akeem that at least they learned which skill. At least we learned how to make French fries. At least we learned how to make French fries. <laughs> yep. What is the name of McDowell's dog who frequently breaks the fourth wall, a signature of director John Landis? Oh, is it Angus? No, oh. it's, it's, it's like Lottie or... Laddie? Lat? No, it's not. It's a it's a it's a girl dog. Oh, it's, it's a girl. It's like Lassie? a little. It's like a little toy poodle. It's like Lot Lottie, Ma- Maggie, Maddie, Naughty, something like that. Because the ex boyfriend comes over, who's the doc, the black doctor from ER, mm-hmm. Eric LaSalle. 
<laughs> she breaks up with him and he's he was literally trying to get them back together but then he learned Akeem was rich so he had told him to come over to the house to woo her before he learned Akeem was rich so he comes over to the door he keeps slamming the door in his face he keeps ringing the doorbell and finally he sticks the dog on him mm-hmm. and it's like Lot- Lottie <laughs> like, is it Lottie Maggie something like something like that some cute dog name I- well we need an answer <laughs> Dottie Dottie get him I'm gonna say Dottie Correct answer is Dottie. Yes! Oh! <laughs> I can't believe oh! you're sitting here saying Lottie. I'm like, say another Audie with a different syllable. I'm like, I do a, Lottie letter. is from... Lottie Dottie. Lottie is from Princess and the Frog. Okay. Um, fill in the missing step to become an assistant manager where the oh. big bucks start rolling in, according oh, to Maurice. This is tough. Clean up, blank, fries, grill, assistant manager. First, I was clean up. Oh, is it cabbage? Washing cabbage? Washing lettuce? Washing lettuce. 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 <laughs> yes. <laughs> so at first I clean up. Then I want lettuce. Then I want the fries. You know, do that for a couple of years and you're assistant manager. And that's when the big bucks start rolling. <laughs> Louis Anderson was so masterful in that movie. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh, although there are rumors it was just a sped up version of the dance from Thriller, the dance during the presentation of Akeem's queen-to-be was actually choreographed by which choreographer? Oh, my God. I don't know. Um, Sped-up version of Thriller, so it's not going to be Landis. Choreographer. Who uh, choreographed Thriller? I don't know. Not that I think that would be helpful, but it might... I, you know, I think least... Landis directed it, but I don't know who choreographed it. Yeah. I would, I mean, one I of mean, the directors fam- and choreographers are not the same thing. Right. I don't know famous choreographers. Um, the lady from Fame, she was a famous choreographer at the time. Could be Paul Abdul. She was big in a choreography. She reinvented the Laker Girls around the same time, but I don't think she was involved with this movie. Uh, it's going to be the other lady. Oh, what's her name? Debbie Allen? I'm going to guess Debbie Allen. Ben, you know. As you thought it out, you took two steps forward and then two steps back. Oh, it was back. Paula Abdul? Seriously? <laughs> it was Paula oh, Abdul. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that And hurts. the last question was, Tara, uh, sorry, uh, Stacy said this question was inspired by a comment that Tara made. Uh, pretending for a moment you are a resident of Jackson Heights, you would know Randy Watson as Joe the Policeman. From what's from the what's going down episode, episode of, of that's what my team? mama. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that was a real show. If <laughs> <laughs> it featured Clifton Davis, who was the pastor on Amen. Cool. Now I want to point out right now that I was just decoration. No, for this that, episode. Is not, that is not what I want to point out. <laughs> what I want to point out is for every one of you who feels like I don't know anything or I'm not that good at trivia or whatever. My truth that I want to speak into you is that everybody is good at some trivia. Everyone's got a thing. Everybody can be great at their thing, and you just saw Ben be <laughs> great. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Oh. You just saw him be as good as anybody in the world at coming to America trivia. Ben, well done. I didn't miss two out of 17 questions, so... Yeah, uh, well done. <laughs> Thanks. Thank as you. good as anybody in the world. Like Eddie Murphy yes. would not get as many of those right as you did. 
that that's the truth (laughs) okay if y'all say so uh thank you i appreciate that absolutely well done well done both of you thank you so much for playing along thank you stacy for writing that you did a great job with that that was a really well written quiz and uh this was a bonus episode of trivial warfare we hope you all enjoyed it and we'll see you next time see you bye bye you did not meet martin luther the king thanks for listening to trivial warfare Be sure to check out the revamped TrivialWarfare.com as your one-stop shop to submit questions, join the community, and get access to over 150 archived episodes. Warm It Up was written and performed by Matthew Stevens. This episode was edited and produced by me, Joel Sharpton. For help with your podcast, visit ProPodcastingServices.com.